0: now is bill english from bible and business.com if you were to log on now to the website you would see as the lead the boy scouts have filed for bankruptcy and a conversation about that so
1: bill welcome back hey thanks good to be back
0: So, um, the Boy Scouts of America, this is all over the news. They have filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Yes. Um, They say that it's a result of the mountain of sexual abuse cases brought against them. Yes. uh, And they filed in the District Court of Delaware. Talk about the objectives. What are they trying to achieve? What is their stated purpose? Uh, in filing for bankruptcy protection.
1: Yeah, the Boy Scouts of America are trying to achieve two things by filing uh, this uh, action in federal court. First of all, to achieve what they call equitable compensation for the victims of sexual abuse who were harmed during their time in scouting. And then the and, by, and they're going to do that by setting up a trust fund that will adequately, uh, at least in their view, adequately compensate the victims of sexual abuse that occurred while they were scouting. Uh, and then, secondly, they want to continue to carry on the mission of scouting for years to come, for millions, maybe tens of millions of of kids in the future. They don't want to see that end, and they want to keep that going. And so in order to uh, achieve both of these ends, they have chosen bankruptcy as the route uh, to go. It's a Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which means that they are simply uh, reorganizing their debts and they are not walking away from any of them. And the reorganization includes the request to the judge to create a trust fund for those who have been harmed uh, in scouting in years past.
0: So here's one here's one of the things that I believe we are going to see emerge in this conversation um, that the Boy Scouts may or may not anticipate Um, the damage done to a person uh, by this kind of trauma. It it doesn't it's not it can't be confined to like what happened to them during their time in scouting. Like, right. It's ruined their lives in many cases. Like it's it's fundamentally changed who they are in every relationship they've ever had and how they function in the world and their employability and, I mean, their mental health. I mean, just go down the list of the post-traumatic stress that people experience who are sexually victimized as children. And so I do think that that is going to be a conversation that's going to emerge, if not in court, it's going to emerge in the public conversations about the Boy Scouts seemingly, now whether or not this is what they're trying to do, seemingly trying to protect themselves from having to sort of face the music over and over and over and over and over, and over again as every victim gets their justifiable day in court.
1: Yeah. So, um, boy, several things you, you bring up there. Uh, first of all, I am a victim of sexual abuse as a child. Mm, so, so, so I know what that's all about. And a victim's compensation fund it would never... Fully heal me or fully heal um, all the gunk, I'll put it, I'll use the word gunk uh, that I've had to live with uh, for different parts of my life. Having said that, this is the way that organizations can go in order to achieve some level of of equitable um, uh, compensation organizations can't heal people only people can heal people and really only God can heal people right so mm-hmm. Boy Scouts of America can't do that but what they can do is what they are doing and they are using the bankruptcy court in order to least monetarily help uh, pay for counseling help pay for group therapy help pay for other things that people can then hopefully find healing through and so I, I I don't view this as them hiding behind something. I view this as them saying, look, we have a mission. It's a good mission, and it's a mission that we need to continue on in, and, and we're going to use the bankruptcy court to end the dribble, dribble, dribble like you were talking about, end the dribble of these lawsuits. We're going to package them up, treat them as a single unit in bankruptcy court. We're going to create a trust fund. And then we're going to put this behind us, and we're going to make sure this never happens again in the future. I think that's about the most that any single organization can do without just simply going out of business.
0: So you enumerate here at BibleInBusiness.com in this piece on uh, the Boy Scouts file for bankruptcy, you you enumerate um, five How are we describing them? Five positive benefits. Uh, You say that they come in no particular order, but do
1: you want to run through those? Sure, yeah. Uh, The the first one is uh, for the millions of scouts who benefited from scouting, they're going to be able to continue to enjoy scouting. And I I think that's a real win here because uh, let's say that that the number of victims, let's just say it was 500 victims. I don't know how many there were. Maybe it was less. Maybe it was more. But those 500 victims, while they need to be taken care of, we shouldn't necessarily remove the benefit of scouting for the millions who benefit from that and our society that benefits indirectly from those millions having gone through scouting. Uh, so that's the first benefit. The second one, BSA, uh, is meeting its social and moral responsibility. This was not forced on them. This is something that they uh, proactively did. And and uh, I, I kind of am standing on the sidelines clapping my hands a little bit on this one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm saying, you know, good for them. They stepped up to the plate and they're going to own it. And they're going to do what they can as an organization to make things better for their victims. So those would be the first two. Um,
0: So, yeah, it sounds like from estimates um, that the uh, from the Boy Scouts own estimates, they expect to hear from between one and five thousand victims.
1: That's a lot. In terms
0: of in terms of those who would be seeking compensation from this fund. Well, I do. And I also think that that means that they're anticipating that this victim's compensation fund is going to necessarily be huge.
1: And they have $3.3 billion in assets. So I think they have the wherewithal uh, to um, create the fund, and probably they have a plan in place to continue to fund the fund, so to speak, uh, over the next coming decades in order to make that fund last.
0: All right. Uh, Bill English and I have to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation um, about bankruptcy. Maybe we'll talk about the different types of bankruptcy and maybe we'll just have more personal conversations um, along these lines as well. Continue uh, the conversation with us in just a moment. I'm talking with Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. Making diamonds, diamonds, making diamonds Continuing my conversation with Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com, we're going to pivot from. The piece that you can find there, which is entitled Boy Scouts File Bankruptcy. If you want to read the rest of that, please do so at Bibleandbusiness.com. And, and, and Bill, I, would, I just want to pivot this other piece, because I think that when we start talking about bankruptcy, and we've already said that the type of bankruptcy protection into which the Boy Scouts of America have entered is chapter 11, but there are other chapters in terms of bankruptcy. So talk about the types of bankruptcy filings.
1: Sure. Yeah. First of all, the word chapter just refers to the different chapters in the overall U.S. federal code that deals with bankruptcy. So uh, a lot of times you'll hear about chapter 13 bankruptcy, which basically reorganizes all of your debt. Uh, the court approves a monthly payment plan so you can pay back a portion of your unsecured debt and all your debt over a period of three to five years. So chapter so, 13... So
0: wait, so when I... So let me just ask. Yeah, so when yeah, I yeah, hear yeah. like an when I hear like an ad on the radio for you know somebody who uh, was in all of this problem with the IRS, they didn't know how they were going to pay them off, and somebody helped them figure out the solution to that. That is probably a Chapter Thirteen repayment plan. No, it's plan?
1: probably it's probably they're able to talk to the IRS and get a a settlement.
0: Oh, so that's just a completely different thing.
1: That's just a completely different okay. thing. Sorry. Uh, most, Sorry. That's, mo- see, that's where the mind sometimes
0: runs. Well, I
1: apologize. No, don't apologize, please. Um, the, chap, the A lot of people do Chapter 7 bankruptcy, which is really about, uh, and it's the most common type of bankruptcy for individuals. It's really known as a liquidation or a straight bankruptcy. You go to the court. You say, here's my income. Here's all my debts. I can't even make the payments on my debts. I need to declare bankruptcy. In most states, the court will decide if they will grant you bankruptcy or not. But in most states, they will uh, not take your house, your car, or your retirement accounts. Uh, And because we are broadcasting here, I think in what, five or six, maybe seven different states, uh, you just need to check on, on your local state laws for that.
0: So we're actually via streaming where we have listeners in all fifty states, so you definitely need to check oh, because that's true we don't we, do we don't everyone. really have any idea what the rules are in your particular state, so there you go
1: you know yeah. I'm so old school I'm still thinking <laughs> where, where are the towers right you know I ran
0: into people I ran into some people over the weekend at an event in um uh in Orlando, and they listened to us every single day oh, in the great state of Texas nice. so there you go oh
1: how nice I oh, know uh, very nice
0: okay, so we've talked about. Chapter 7, liquidation. We've talked about Chapter 13, which is is repayment. We've we've talked about 11, which is large reorganization. What else have we got?
1: So 13, just to go back, 13 reorganizes personal debt. 11 reorganizes business debt. Okay. And Chapter 12 is for family farmers and fishermen to avoid having to sell off their stuff if they had a bad year. Chapter 15 deals with international bankruptcy issues. And Chapter 9 bankruptcy is really there for towns, cities, school districts, other municipalities uh, to reorganize their debt and pay back what they owe. Most people. Uh, are going to either deal with Chapter 7, which is the straight liquidation for individuals, or Chapter 13, which is an individual reorganization, or Chapter 11, which is a business reorganization.
0: Let's talk about the lead up to a conversation where the word bankruptcy would would enter in. Um, you know, the the stress related to downsizing, the stress related to you know, looking at revenue and, and looking at revenue projections and just recognizing you're just no longer gonna be able to continue to operate or function the way you've been operating or functioning, whether or not you're an individual or a family business or an institution. Talk about the stress that's created in a in a system, in an environment when um the conversations about, hey, we are going to have to um downsize what we're spending and that, that's gonna mean making some cuts. Um, talk, talk about the stress that's created when those conversations begin.
1: Yeah, uh, there, I actually have a, uh, a article out of Bible and Business called "The Emotional Price Owners Pay When Their Business Is Failing," and uh, you're now in the in the sweet spot of my whole uh, professional career because that's what I do: is turnarounds. I we take businesses that are failing and we make them profitable again. And the emotional stress, the the physical stress, the mental stress is is huge. It is absolutely huge. It's 24 by 7. It feels like this dark cloud weight that's on you. It never goes away. And yet owners rarely let you know about it because they have to put on uh, some semblance of a veneer that everything's okay for their employees, for the people at church, uh, for their family. uh, Because to, to tell the truth, would mean that they probably would lose their business and then they would lose their source of income, their livelihood, their prestige, their, you know, everything that's wrapped up in that. And you know what that is because your husband's a small business owner. So um, there's the, the, the stress is amazing. And, and I've seen owners carry this for years before they ask for help, which really is the wrong thing to do.
0: All right, so let me just encourage you, that particular article, um, you can, if you just Google the emotional price uh, and business, the words emotional price and the words business failing, this is the article that Google will send you, and it is at bibleandbusiness.com. It's actually from um, December of 2016. Mm -hmm. So let me just encourage you, if you are uh, facing this conversation at any level, in, in your family business, in your church um, maybe you've got a local college or university that is having just conversations about um, some sort of economic stress related to wow. There's just a lot going on in all of these environments right now, um, and and certainly if you if you've got a business that where the conversations have started about you know belt tightening or the conversations have started about um, downsizing, these are um, these are really important conversations to have about what's going on emotionally with each and every one of us in the midst of. Um, of those conversations, so before we get to the word bankruptcy, right? There's a lot of emotional stress uh, before we arrive at the place where we can say that word and enter into those proceedings.
1: Uh, absolutely, and let me let me just—I I rarely do this, Carmen. You know, but if you are in that spot, give me a call, send me an yeah. email. I will help you, at least. If nothing else, I'll just talk to you on the phone and give you um, a few ideas to work with, and and see if that doesn't uh, help out. Because this is what we do at platinum. Forty percent of our work is turnaround work, and uh, and we're very good at it.
0: So. Amen. And you guys can you guys can really really easily find Bill at the Bibleandbusiness.com website. Bill English, as always, thank you so much. I feel like this is probably a subject we should circle back around to. Um, it's 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 real for people. It's oh, real. It churches. Is. It is. I mean, you know, churches and small businesses and family farms all on the front line of closure conversations. And so let's um let's be sure we till this soil in an ongoing way in our conversations.
1: Okay, we will.
0: Hey, thank you um, so much for your transparency and honesty, and uh, and the blessing that you are to each of us, uh, week in and week out. You guys can find Bill English at Bibleandbusiness dot We'll be right back.